Hi, this is Taylor. And Cameron. And you're listening to the Black Maiden Debt Free Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife, Shira. And we would like to welcome you to another episode of the Black Married and Debt Free Podcast. Welcome home uh, for the, our family, and welcome for our first time listeners. Uh, Shira, I am beat. I am tired. We had a crazy weekend, but a great weekend. How are you feeling? I'm doing good. You know, it's Sunday evening. Yes. Um, and like you said, there were a lot of things um, on our calendar this week. Was there? This weekend. Um, but we were able to see some family, some yes. friends. And though I am exhausted, it was all worth it. Yeah. I think that's a great way to describe this weekend. Uh, we got to sit down and watch the Sacramento Kings win their first playoff game in 17 years. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to them. Uh, like the beam, as they say. And, and, and you know, Shire, I, I want smoke with the Bay. Yeah, yeah, we're playing the Golden State Warriors, and, and, and I want smoke with them. You know what I'm saying? Sacramento needs to – we need to separate ourselves from the Bay, so to speak. We need to stop living under their shadow. And I think this series is going to go, gonna go a long way to uh, to cementing that for us here in the Valley. You know what I'm saying? Because Sacramento, we, 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 we a whole different place, y'all. We're the capital, the state capital. So I'm excited, but uh, Shia, I want to talk about this, though. You know, we paid off our debt. We immediately started contributing to our retirement, started investing in out-of-state real estate. Y'all know the story. Y'all know the vibes. And one thing we didn't really prioritize in all that is to stop and smell the roses and mm-hmm. stop and, and go on some vacations and self-care. You know, we could always be better about that, right? We did mm-hmm. one great vacation last year, for our first vacation in a long time to Hawaii, and then that was great. And we're yearning to go back. We're yearning to do something like that again. But you know what I've noticed, Shire, is that Gen Z seems to always be vacationing, right? They're they're always in Dubai in these nice places, Belize and Cabo and all this. How are they doing this, Shire? And how can I how can I be down? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I want to know. So I need your help with this one, Shari. What you got for us? Yes. Well, hopefully we're going to find out. We're taking a look at this article on CNBC. Mm-hmm. And it's titled, Gen Z's don't have a lot of money, but they're traveling anyway. Wow. Um, it says that Gen Z's aren't easing into the travel market. They're exploding into it. Wow. And despite their youth and comparatively low income, more than half of American Gen Z adults are frequent travelers. Having taken three or more leisure trips in the past year. Let's be nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think the first thing that I, and I'm sure this will, you know, the article is going to talk about this, but Shire, how are they even getting the time off of work to do that? Because I think that's one of our biggest things. It's, it's getting that everyone's schedules together. You know, I guess Gen Z, a lot of times are single people. So maybe it's a little easier, but. All right, I want to hear this. I want to hear how they're how they're doing this. Yes, I mean that's a valid point. Um, but they said that they're traveling more because it is more mainstream, okay. and that they are broadly exposed to travel inspiration through social media. That's facts. 
Yeah. So there's a <laughs> quote that's shared from this consulting group that says, in short, they're being raised in a society where travel is more prioritized than it was for past generations. If we could stop there real quick, Shire. Remember I was just telling you, I was thinking we were at your mom's and I was telling you like how my family, we never spent the night anywhere mm -hmm. in my whole childhood. We never like stayed at a hotel for overnight. It was only that we would go there and come back and like we would go to like Reno from Sacramento or we would go to like Great America and like in San Jose or whatever. And then we would come right back home. <laughs> Do you think that was because my parents? Well, no one really was really exposed to travel like that. Like it wasn't no internet. There was no, you know, easy way to book tickets and all this. I don't even know how they book tickets back in the day. So how did they do that <laughs> on a phone? I don't know. You know, but another thing that you brought up was how did you know where to go? Yes. Because like having a GPS like in our phone is like second nature <sighs> to us now. And that's a luxury that they didn't have. They didn't have you know, uh, Yelp or, yes. you know, all of, you know, social media, like the article mentions right. and like all these other, you know, places where you can learn about places to visit, yes. read reviews in different places. Like they just didn't have that. And so though your family was going up the street and right. coming right back home, I'm sure at the time that was really big for you. Yes. And for your parents, they were probably thinking, our parents never did this for us. So, <laughs> so it just seems like, oh, you know, with yeah. each generation, we kind of get more exposed. We get more exposed. Mm -hmm. We take, you know, a, a step out, you know. Yeah. Um, but Gen Z, they just, they're they just on a, a whole nother level. Yeah. Um, at, at this point. Yeah. And it looks like social media is really a playing into their decisions to prioritize travel. Yes. Um, yeah, so another section in the article says big plans, little money. Gen Zs, uh, those are individuals who are born between 1997 and 2012. Okay. They're traveling more than Gen Xers and baby boomers and are on par with millennials. Um, but I think they might be exceeding us a bit. Yeah. So it says unlike past generations, Gen Zs, aren't waiting until they have high paying jobs or a nest egg of savings to travel. Okay. Rather, they're finding ways to fit it in their budgets now. So what are your thoughts on that? Because I think especially when we were in our journey to pay off debt, mm -hmm. if we had a choice to like travel or prioritize saving or paying off debt, I feel like we would lean more towards paying off debt yes. and saving versus the travel yes Shire. Now, now this is a big i wasn't sure if this was going to come up later but let's just go there now because i think this is a big thing i honestly think the best way to do it is to find a balance between the two but i think just speaking specifically to what they're doing and how they say they're just prioritizing trips over over finances right i think it's gonna come back to bite them I think it's a little, yeah, it's a little bit of the, like, the naive, because all young people have that, right? When you're young, right. you feel like you're going to be healthy forever. You feel like you're going to figure it all out at some point. Mm -hmm. You don't, you're not really thinking about 5, 10, 15 years down the road until you're really, like, deep into your 30s. And then you start thinking, you know, start deep getting further into adulthood. And you start saying, okay, I got a plan. But I think when you're in your early to mid-20s, like these Gen Z, 
man, they just like, hey, man, I'm going to figure that out later. Right now, I'm going to just do what I do. And I do think it's going to go back, come back to bite them, Shy, because me and you are seeing that in our own lives that, man, if we would have just started five years earlier or 10 years earlier, man, we would be here by now. And so we finally got it right. But just think about where we would be if had we done it at the age of some of these Gen Zers, right? Instead of traveling and stuff. But I don't know. What do you think, Shire? What do you think? Because I feel like you may have a different outlook on this. I mean, I think that's a valid point okay. that, you know, in 20 years, 40 years, mm-hmm. the topic of conversation could be uh, these uh, what struggling are Gen Z. Okay. How Gen Z is struggling to to survive, to save for retirement, yeah, to save for retirement, you know. So I, I don't I don't really know. I, I think yeah. that I like the idea of balance. But how do you balance? Like how much, you know, should you have saved before you take a trip? Right. You know, like, so right. I think that we say balance, but not everyone knows what that looks yeah, like. It looks and it like. might look different for different people. I I do like the idea of having um, life experiences yes. and different adventures. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty much a homebody, but the times that we have traveled are some of the most cherished times of my life. Yes. And so I think that it's a great thing that they are traveling, yeah. right? But you want to do so uh, responsibly. Right. And a conversation that we've been having in our own personal finances is, are we saving too much? Mm-hmm. So much so that we are um, not having experiences yes. that we can afford to have but we're trying to save so much and we uptight and it feels like we're broken ain't got nothing yep yep (laughs) so and then you have you know that's one in the in the the spectrum and then you have this other uh you know uh group they ain't got the money but they doing it you know what i'm saying (laughs) right right (laughs) um yeah it's i don't know it's tough man but yeah Uh, some would say maybe the balance is uh you know, maybe doing the whole, like I said, like we're ta- looking into like the whole travel miles and managing miles and building travel points. And maybe someone would say, well, that's your happy medium where you can do that stuff like looking that. Looking for discounts and discounts stuff. So that's and, like a yeah, hack. Exactly. Like, can I use a hack to right, travel? But right. I mean, you can use hack, but you still don't have to come, out, to come of out of pocket. Something. Yeah, usually. Okay. So uh, the article does share that only 11% of Gen Z's who travel frequently come from households earning 100000 or more annually. And most, 61%, say they earn less than 50000 per year. Ooh. How are you traveling with less than 50000 a year Isn't when it? that's just enough to make the, to help you live? Just to really. get right. Wow. That's interesting, Shai. Right. And another thing that I found um, interesting is that, you know, of course, they talk about how Gen Z's, they do their best to find um, deals when they travel. Okay. Sometimes they'll look for the cheapest option. Now, that's something I don't do. Like, if I'm going to a hotel and I know I'm going on a trip. I don't look for the cheapest place. Okay. You know, <laughs> you um, I'm looking get... at stars, Man. reviews, and I'm willing to pay more. Um, but obviously, I'm not a Gen Z and I'm yeah. at a different place in my life. But Gen Z, they are prioritizing that. They're looking for cheapest 
options when traveling. Yeah. You know, so for example, um, if you're going with a group, you might want to get a, a a whole Airbnb or a whole house mm-hmm. to yourself, but you know, they'll they'll settle for a room in a house, you know. So Sure, they'll do the hostel type vibes. Right. Like when they just staying in this room for a night and then the next right. night they're backpacking to another location and you know. So like I do feel like Gen Z are more experimental with it. Yes. Where we's like, yo, let me get a five star hotel. I need I need a uh uh, a rental car while I'm, <laughs> when I'm there I need this I need that like that's kind of being a more of a seasoned adult you want more amenities whereas young people were willing to just kind of rough it out a little bit just yeah. for the, just just to say they did it you know yeah and another thing that is interesting um in this article it says that 46 percent said they expect to get financial help from their parents Mm-hmm. When it <laughs> when it comes to I guess their travel and other expenses. Oh, Richard! I know, right? Wow. But I mean, maybe that's a positive thing if you got it. Okay. Well, we talking we 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 talking about two different things then, because um, yeah. Do you think that wow they're looking for help from their parents? Do you think they live at home? I mean, they could. Could be. We're looking at the age range, they're still relatively yeah. young. Well, that's a whole different ball game then because I feel like you got that support system to where 50000 might actually be more than enough for you to live or it is more than enough for you to live if your parents are supporting you with letting you live at home or even supporting you with a little allowance. And I don't know how it works, but yeah, this, yeah, that kind of makes sense then. You know what I mean? Yeah, it can. Yeah. But then the languages that they expect. Now, that's crazy. They expect to get. So that's it's crazy. not necessarily that they are getting so i don't know it just could be how they how they worded it okay now let me ask you this shire your uh taylor goes away to college you know 18 she comes back for the summer freshman and sophomore year and she wants to go to cabo with her girlfriends are you gonna let her go or are you gonna pay, give her a couple put a couple dollars in her pocket what's the vibes what, what, what are you doing i don't know <laughs> I don't know. That's like so far in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Knowing Look you, you're going to do it. Like, <laughs> all right, no, you. Look, I'm coming too. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, okay. okay. Also, they found that 83% of young adults said they plan to cut back on non essential spending. So think about like some of the luxuries that you enjoy your occasional coffee, oh, yeah. the things that, you know, things that you get that you don't have to have, okay. but you get them because just because you can, you know, so yeah. it sounds like they're willing to cut back on those things so that they can save money um, for traveling, according to um, the survey. So that's really interesting because I feel like we cut back on those things because when I just try to think of the things that I get that I do just because they're not the let list is very small and your list is very small that likewise but we're cutting back to invest mm-hmm. and save and stuff they're cutting back to do trips to travel like the reality is is like me and you could be these hyper travel people right now if we really wanted to we could literally be traveling every multiple times a month if we wanted to are you teasing me but we wouldn't be. <laughs> I'm like, where are you going with this? Do you have right. a stash of money I don't know about? Well, we wouldn't be able to invest into our future, though, if we did that. You know? But see, that's but see, that's the thing. OK, right. Because you're going very uh, extreme. You're you're like um, 
Honey, we could travel, but we wouldn't be able to save. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you were just talking about balance oh, at yeah, the beginning okay. of the podcast. Okay. And so that's where I, that's why I say the tricky thing is balance. Yes. Like you literally just said you could do this or this. Well, okay, so you wouldn't be able to, we wouldn't be able to travel multiple times a month. I, if I mean, we wanted to save, but to, we could travel yeah. a little bit more and save a little less. So that would be kind of be the balance, you know what I mean? Uh you would be saving less and traveling a little more than we currently do. But it's just like, you know, me and you, Shire, we're kind of like extremists. No, I think you're extreme. I, I definitely am. <laughs> I definitely am. I'm like, if I'm if I'm gonna do this, like there's very little gray with me. And I think well, I'm kind of getting off on tangent here, but I think that we've even talked about that in regards to like marriage and discussions. You'll be like, you're more nuanced. You're more Marcus. Well, is this and this? Well, I didn't, I didn't say this. And I'm more like, yo, Shire, but is it A or B? And you're like, well, let's talk about A and B. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so for me, even in this topic, it's like either I'm going to be a vacationer or <laughs> I'm going to be a super saver. And I can't really, I feel like the middle is just like, you're not doing anything 100% when you're in the middle. Why am I like that? Is that bad? I, I don't know why okay. you're like that. Okay. But I'm glad that you have an awareness that that I do. is your stance yeah. on certain topics. I can't do middle, man. Uh, but, but do you think that there is a middle? Yes, there okay. absolutely is. Okay, that's progress. <laughs> um but so they're traveling they're willing to cut back they don't have to stay at a five-star resort i guess these are also tips too because i was because yeah. we talked about well how do they do it that's that's a lot of so yeah. so and i guess one of the questions is can you travel and still uh save and invest at a rate that you're satisfied with mm. that's my question to you what do you think marcus I think the answer is no. You can't. <laughs> now you, you can't do it at the rate you're currently doing. Well, yes, but that, I don't think that was the question. Okay, we're, we're, t- tell me the question. The again. question is, can you travel and still save um, at a rate that you can feel good about? Okay. Yes, I think you can. I think that, you know, there's a there's a happy medium there. Like, for me, man, I feel like I don't want to contribute less than 30% of our of our income to retirement. You know, a lot of people say, you know, you pay, you pay off your debt and uh, start contributing 15% to your, 15% of your income to retirement and you'll be a millionaire. And it's like, okay, that I mean, that sounds amazing. But let, let's break that down. With that 15%, when will I be a millionaire? Number one, a lot of times it's in your 60s. And then, am I? Are we talking a multimillionaire? Because I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep it hundred with y'all. A million dollars ain't gonna cut it. One point five ain't really gonna cut. It. You need Mark. to be a multimillionaire. You need to okay. have a multimillionaire trajectory. To mm-hmm. if you really want to, this whole generational wealth thing we talking about, a million dollars ain't gonna do it. Let's just keep it all the way real, Shire. So my for thing most is people. for most people, and so, it also depends. Okay. Because some people have a pension that's providing right. a guaranteed income. That's fair. Some like everyone has different living situations. They're located yeah. in different areas. If you want to stay in high-priced California, 
and some people make a lot of income shots for 15 percent is a lot yes but that statistic of 15 percent really applies to a younger person okay so right i wish i had it oh i wish i remembered like the the number but it was in their their early 20s that 15 percent rule is golden um, if you're starting starting early enough start starting early but what happened was I would say that we were not uh, on our finance uh, vibes vibes <laughs> journey in our 20s nope um, we weren't there yeah and then you know uh, then we start focusing on on debt yes and that, so that kind of goes that into a... that tunnel vision thing that yes. we were just talking about yes you have that i had that when it comes to paying off debt and there was a period of about two and a half years where we didn't contribute yeah to retirement because we we're focused on those things so when you go through your 20s and you're not thinking about your finances mm-hmm. and your early 30s you're paying your debt off you're paying like two, your debt off your student loan debt but you but you could have we could have saved for retirement for something. retirement you know yep. and i i do recommend that folks consider doing that yes i'm not saying that you know, a lot of people say, well, I've done it. I have no regrets and I would do it all over again. You know, that that's come on now. It's not us. Come on. Mm-hmm. You would you would do everything the exact same? Right. Really? OK, I wouldn't when it comes to my finances. So what you're describing is our situation. Yes. Where we didn't really have that financial fi- uh, foundation. Yes. Until we were older. And so. That's why we have to save so much right. <laughs> because we're playing catch up right. in and, a lot of areas. And I think that that plays in the back of my mind. So I feel like to answer your question, 30% for me is like, I don't want to dip in that much lower than that now. But if I say, but I also want to be a traveler, I want to travel. I want to do Hawaii once a year for sure. And another small trip. I want to do two trips a year where we get on a plane and we go somewhere for a week. That's going to make, that's going to cause me to, contribute more to more like 20 percent you know what i'm saying or more like 22 or 20 you he's know he's not doing the math y'all just so i'm not y'all doing know. the math he's not I'm sitting just, here with a calculator he's no. he's giving an estimate yeah. of what he okay yeah <laughs> I'm like you're a math whiz <laughs> so it's like am i okay with that you know what i mean what's that look like long term how many years do i tack on to the back end well maybe you're not I'm tacking gonna... on any years i mean so that you might not be tacking on okay. any years you don't know. Shire's an uh, optimist. I like that. I well, like I that. think you have to. Um, it goes back to that whole discussion of balance. Okay. Because we don't know what the future holds. Shoot, I could be gone ten years. You know, and I don't want my whole life to be. I'm not here to be a money making machine. Okay? okay. There's a whole earth out here. Oh, I believe God made the earth. Okay, I'm not. You know, but if you believe mm-hmm. Big Bang, that's you. Hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sure it was play. a bang. Okay. Um, you know, but I I you want to have experiences. You want you to have do. lived a rich life. Mm. And I think that there are some things that you can't necessarily put a price on. Yeah. I'm not here to just make money. That's not I mean, there's more to life than that. And I think that it is important to find a middle ground because one of the reasons why the Gen Zers <laughs> are like prioritizing travel is for mental health. Like, that's what they say. Man, they big on that mental health, ain't they? I yes, ain't mad they're at big them. on that mental health. And, you know, I yeah. think we should be 
uh, big on that as well. Self care, all self care. Like, these words didn't exist when we were like teenagers. So shout out to Gen Z for. For prioritizing, for prioritizing that, that you know stuff. i think we can learn from all generations and eras and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um but just being able to take that your financial uh foundation yes your good habits but then also saying okay i could still have good financial habits and i can go somewhere yeah i don't have to be stuck in the house all the time you know maybe you're not going to dubai did you say dubai earlier yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Dubai is not even on my bucket list. It's where the okay? rich go to play. <laughs> nah, I want to check it out for sure. But that's probably because of social media, and that's yeah. why the Gen Zers are out here traveling now. But right. anywho, I'm sure there's cool things in Dubai. I don't know. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I, I I think that it's good to have experiences, mm-hmm. and it's good to prioritize things that you know, are hard to, I guess, put a price on. Right, right. Your kids need those experiences, kid needs too. Those experiences. Because you talked about yeah. what travel was like with your family. Yeah. We went up the street, we came home. Yeah. So what will our kids say about us Yeah. if we just say, we're not going to take you anywhere because we want to save money? Right. That's a good point. That's a really great, excellent point. And then I always say this, too, Shires, like, you know, let's do this little exercise to everyone who's listening, okay? <laughs> okay. And it may be different for everyone, but, you know, just kind of just feel where you are right now, like uh-huh. physically. And just, you know, do you feel any aches? Do you feel any pains? Maybe some of us do, you know, but for the most part, feel pretty good, right? You know what I mean? I, I don't feel like too many like a nagging injury or a sore knees or hips or whatever or if you do maybe it's not as bad right now right think about like a nagging ailment or something that will prohibit you from being able to travel a sickness or something like that and it's like when you think about it like that this is like yeah this is the t- this is the time i feel the best that i'm gonna feel right now like this is the time when i need to enjoy and travel and do things you sitting over here waiting you know <laughs> you we only gonna the body's only gonna get a little more more weak it's gonna get only gonna get older as we age stiff you know so you're not going to feel i don't want to say you're not gonna feel better because i mean because you could you can yeah, transform, you, your, you body. Can transform, you can transform your body transform your body yeah. your mind but you know you're right shire to to try to put these things off until your 70s and 60s 70? i'm not got marcus that went too far with that one. I don't know. When I'm 70, I'm gonna be at home <laughs> watching children, watching grandbabies, yeah. watching the neighbors' babies. Or uh, there's that, Shire, where you've built up this. I, I don't. We just don't travel thing, right? And then you're in 60, you can travel. You, yeah. And you don't. You don't. You don't. Because you're just like well, travel. I, I've never done that. What, what's the point? You're right. missing out. You're really missing out. So yeah, that's so some good I, points. You know, we can learn you, some things from Gen Z. Yeah, I think you can learn some things from Gen Z, and you know, Gen Z can probably learn some things from us, yes. and we can learn from each other, yes. and we can grow, and we can get better, and and all of that. Yeah. So we want you guys to chime in on this and let us know. Yeah, is there can there be a balance between travel and financial say you know financial literacy or reaching your goals reaching your financial goals like yes can there be a balance yes or no we want to know 
So we want y'all to hit us up in the review section of wherever you listen to this podcast. We were, we're checking those on the weekly. Uh, and while you're doing that, just go ahead and leave the five stars, you know what I'm saying, to to, 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 to be nice to us. We really appreciate it. Shad, do you got any final thoughts on this? Um, I guess my last question for you is, are we going to travel, be traveling this year? Are we getting on a plane? Somebody's playing this year. Um, I don't know if we're getting on a plane. <laughs> we will travel. Okay. We got... Hey, we anniversaries mm-hmm, next month. Mm-hmm, We're gonna mm-hmm. do a little something. Got a little something book. You know what I'm saying? Um, I hope we get on a plane, but I don't know. Yeah. We just, you know, might yeah. do little things around town. <laughs> <laughs> We're but gonna I, create experiences. Yeah, create experiences, but I think this podcast has us thinking. I can see you over there thinking. I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking I gotta get out. And I like that. Yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Black Mary Dead Free Podcast. And we're going to holler at y'all on the next one. Peace. Bye.